0: This podcast is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barrow and is a production of VI Alliance Copyright 2019. And this chart-busting hit, Alone Leave Me, courtesy of New Threads, is available everywhere. As you know, traditionally, the director's cut appears on DVDs and gives you the inside scoop on the actors, the movie, and, of course, the directorial process. EI Alliance, in association with Julie Benetti and Susan Barbaro, is the first to create the author's cut. For the first time ever, you get to hear the who, what, where, when, why, and how the authors came up with what they wrote directly from the authors. This is revolutionary action access to the creative energy and to the creative energy surrounding the authors. Please note, these conversations for the authors cut occurred in 2015 after the authors published Energetic Invocations, a book of vibrational change. Back then, the original recordings were produced with an audio version of the book read by the authors as well. All copyrights and disclaimers of the book apply to these podcasts. So enjoy as the authors Discuss Energetic Invocations, a book of vibrational change, also known as the Blue Book of Energy, and Energetic Invocations Series, a book of vibrational change, volumes 1 to 17, with Process This. Part 4 Environment How do I flourish in my environment? Hi, this is Julie Benetti. Hi, this is Susan Barbaro. And we are in part four, environment, space. So you can probably catch on some of the audio of this that there has been a, can I use this word, plethora of sound effects in the background between wonderful birds, trains, airplanes, horns, anything else that occurs. And guess what? That's creating the environment of what we're doing right now. And so the element of this space and the creation of how we're creating the environment and you all create your own environment is really important. It's in a natural progression from self, journey, people into the environment. How do you take that all into the environment? And then in part five, how do you take it into the world? If you have awareness, you're responsible for finding yourself in the space. And we talk about the space
1: meaning the environment that you're in. When you're at a certain place, there's a certain feel to different spaces which is why people love to go to the ocean people love to go into nature because the feel of the space is different. I'm not going to say you can go to the beach every single day because that, for various reasons, may not just be a reality. But the space that's created when you are there is the space we're talking about. And you create that space. You know, as Julie said, all the sounds are going on. I like to focus on the birds. I like to think that they're kind of supporting what we're doing. And that may sound hokey. And Susan of five years ago might have said, oh, jeez, what are you, you know, Pollyanna. But the truth is, focus on that. And yeah, there are other things going on, but I just am choosing to make this my focus. And with that, you understand the power you have. So if you're in a space that you don't like, It makes you uncomfortable, makes you uneasy. The first thing I think is the most important thing to do is to recognize you placed yourself in that space. Nobody Mm -hmm. else did. You did. So therefore, if you had the power to put yourself in the space, the other side of it is you have the power to take yourself out of that space. I think that's an important piece to get. You have the power. Nobody else has the power. People can take all types of rights away from you, but they can't take that away from you. How you see yourself and how you the predicament that you may be in. And we are constantly placed in new predicaments. That is the most important thing. You get yourself in, get yourself out. Don't Mm -hmm. blame anyone else, because you're to blame. And I don't say that as to beat yourself up. That should be empowering,
0: so I can get myself out. And you kind of actually answered the question of the chapter, how do I flourish in my environment? Not only with a lot of this book is your awareness of it, your observation of it helps you to change and to understand, but your awareness of you being the one who creates the environment. I mean, why would I be sitting here doing audio, getting upset at the birds in the background? Actually, I kind of was working with them. And I noticed that the invocation that they were whistling the loudest was recognizing the transparency of sounds, number seven, in different environments brings me awareness to the resiliency, the course and consistency of energy. So energetically, yeah, you're an energetic being. You're creating the environment and being aware of that helps you flourish in it. Because like you said, the truth is you can get out of it. you're in it, you can get out of it. So I think the other thing is there's one quote in here, you cannot change what
1: people expect of you, but you can change what you expect of yourself. You have the power to do it. So if you have the power, then that means if you don't like where you are, Yes, you put yourself there, but now you can put yourself somewhere else. You create your expectations. You can allow someone else to do it. That may not make you feel good about the space that you're in. What else are you going to say? This is just, you know, it talks about frequency. It's your perspective and as long as you have the awareness and you constantly ask for the truth of it. I mean, the other thing we talk about is the truth. Constantly ask for the truth. I keep going back to the same people and expect a different result. There'll be Mm -hmm. something that happens and it's like, no people consistent. And I keep saying, well, that must be the definition of insanity I keep going back to the same events and the same people and I expect a different outcome maybe it's me having hope it doesn't matter what it is but I know the truth of it a lot of people are in patterns and what they do is consistent they've shown you who they are and why am I expecting them to be anything different but that doesn't mean that you have to stay in your own a pattern you've been in if you have awareness it would be lovely if everyone got that and so they said I don't like this pattern and they move to a pattern that is more healthy and happier for them but I can't
0: change that and I need to be reminded. That's interesting because you just kind of sort of said that why would you want to be in someone else's consistent pattern of what their environment is? You create your own. Right. So how else would you flourish in your own other than understanding that you create it and you can change it? And so the interesting part about that is that if you're in a space
1: and there's somebody, I don't care who it is, and I can sit here and talk about a retail experience I had with, I'm going to say it, with two dopes. I mean they were rude and mean and what they did really had no impact on them but completely impacted me and I got angry. It's a hard challenge but for me it's like what's my environment and what's really important to me and if I get this and I still work on it, I can be in any environment and whatever anyone says, I know the truth of it. So really I just kind of look at them as, like I said, it's like little ants and they're fighting over something and they're saying something and I see a garden hose about five feet from them (laughs) in about two minutes that water's going to come and blow them all away and all I want to do is go to the ants and say forget about this move along if you don't move life's going to be over for you and they're oblivious and it's like am I going to keep sitting there and yell at the ants, or am I going to say I'm going over here
0: because I don't want to see that happen but I'm just going to go over here and be in a different space and you open up a whole nother thread because if you carry that into your new space you're creating a whole environment with that in it right yeah (laughs) yeah yuck so for some people they don't want
1: to hear this what do you mean so you know when we say about being positive it's not like think good thoughts yeah no you know it's (laughs) about really seeing the truth of it and Mm -hmm. telling yourself i know what the truth of it is here even if these dopes don't get it fine i can move into whatever space i choose and the being positive is understanding the truth and never denying the truth of what you know
0: It's Julie here, and we have to do this interruption really quick because we only have a couple of seconds. Because we're interrupting some good content, wouldn't you say? I'd say. And what are we interrupting for? That was too long of a gasp. We're interrupting to say we have ebooks, books, and podcasts galore. It's a big reveal, folks. Susan does have a deck of tarot cards. Danny, you have one. And I have one, too. And when you utilize tarot cards, you get yourself into the energy. And our writing is in that vibe as well. And, of course, our podcast. And we do not read tarot cards like everyone
1: else does. We look at them and we do something completely different. And that is what we think everybody can do. And that's where all of our stuff stems from, is doing the work yourself and getting to that space where you can can do it and there's podcasts that we have that are free. There's a lot of ebooks that are almost free. People are looking for this. There's fiction and
0: there's non-fiction. We got it all! Hi, this is Julie. I recently went away to Canada and I was excited to bring a handful of books, but I couldn't read a thing. Has that ever happened to you? All I wanted to do was play. If you travel, trivia is fun. And we have a lot of different trivia for you. We have Think You Know the Kabbalion. You can test yourself. We have trivia on Halloween and Samhain. And we have Christmas trivia. So the time is right to test your brain and get moving. And if you want to do it today, you can go to Amazon and download the eBooks. Hey, Susan, the secret's out. Oh, no. Well, they can't tell from my accent, but probably from yours. Yeah, we're from Boston. But the really funny thing is our stuff is all over. We have four podcast shows. You can find them on Spotify, and you can find them everywhere you listen to podcasts. And we have lots of books and ebooks on Amazon, and that's worldwide. So do you feel adventuresome? Sure. If you wear special crystals as jewelry, connect with nature to recharge yourself, put love intentions in your baking for family and friends, you could be called a witch. That may be funny to hear, but not if you get to know Endra. Endra is a witch like none other. Find her story in the Enda scripts, Anecdotes of a Modern Day Witch. There are 10 plays dabbling in tarot, Reiki, I Ching, aliens, quantum physics, and a whole lot more. There is romance, intrigue, spells, and a very cool kind of magic The Endra Scripts. Available now on Amazon. Part 4 Environment Is there a definition for happiness? And we're talking
1: about a definition for happiness. So what's ironic is we're talking about a definition of happiness and this is the one chapter that gets my blood boiling. It is the one chapter that makes me so angry because I spent a lot of time trying to figure out why can't I figure out what makes me happy. And then I went and I listened to different people and everyone talked about how they found happiness and what happiness means so then I used to think, oh my gosh I need to do what they did or I need to define my happiness the way they define it and that keeps you on this constant search and this is why this part of the book is so important because once I realize that I define what happiness means and maybe my happiness is not the same definition of somebody else's and I'm not judging anybody else's definition of happiness the problem I have is a lot of people are making money and keeping a lot of people feeling bad about themselves making them feel like they lack something. There's a huge surge in depression and anxiety out there in the world. And I think this has a whole lot about it that is attributable to it. Because when someone says, I see someone and they're happy, even if it's not real, like some social media makes it look, then I look at myself and I say, something's wrong with me. And as I went through this, I get mad. It's like, oh, people are out there making money, saying, look at me. And you know, the truth of the matter is, some of them have found and defined their happiness but a hell of a lot of people haven't but they try to make it look that way so that you look to them sign up for my newsletter sign up for this (laughs) but I'm here to tell you as I stand here and as Julie stands here I am not going to tell you how to find happiness I am not going to tell you what your happiness should look like I can tell you the process I went through to find my happiness and the only thing I can tell you is you can find your happiness you can define it but if you start looking for me to tell you what it is I'm going to turn around I would say, can't help you with that. You're responsible for it. And you know something? This is, in some respects, maybe the most important chapter of the entire book. If you get it, that I'm not going to tell you it, but you have
0: the power to find it on your own. I think that's a huge gift. It is a huge gift. And it becomes emblematic of the question of the chapter. Is there a definition for happiness? And that's what it's about. It's about your definition, not someone else's. Right. You go into a restaurant. You try to decide what to order. Don't be lazy. Look on the menu. Figure out what you want go to your inner truth of what you desire I mean this is just an example but if you see some guy eating a meal and he looks happy I'll have what he's having no that's lazy I'm going to give you an example
1: 4th of July I was invited to certain places for the 4th of July I could put on social media look at me I'm with a bunch of people am I really happy though if I'm not really happy and that's what I think I have to do what a sad existence Mm -hmm. because when it's quiet and there's no one around I'm sitting here saying that really wasn't fulfilling to me what do I do now that's what everyone says being happy is, hey, look at me, I'm life of the party. There's some people that being the life of the party is truly their happiness. And for them, I think that's awesome. But if you're not, that doesn't fulfill you. And you're stuck with that definition. When everyone's gone and you're sitting by yourself reflecting on things, you're like, huh? And you don't feel that fulfillment. And I'm not saying that's everyone, but I think that has a lot to do with people that go and I'm depressed. And it's a real depression. But the truth of the matter is, is that because you're trying to fit in someone else's definition. And again, there are a lot of gurus. There are a lot of seminars out there that everyone wants to tell you. I can tell you what happiness is. I can help you find it. You should run as fast as you can in the other direction. And don't come looking for us to tell you what your happiness is. Because I'm telling you right here and right now. Go back and read the chapter. I'm not telling you what it is. Right here. You are the only one who knows your own happiness. So again, as we've said in many of the other sections, this isn't something to beat yourself up with. Say, oh. I've had the answer. What's wrong with me? How come I can't find it? Those words need to change. You need to start saying, this is really cool. I can find my own happiness. Mm. I just need to do a little bit of work. And I can do it. And the question becomes, is it worth it for you? Do you really want to find happiness?
0: Part 4, Environment. Where do I fuel my presence? We're talking about recharging and fueling your presence.
1: So you know, the funny thing is, is in the last segment, if you if you if you got it, is um, Julie talked about. You know, we talked about environment. Mm-hmm. We talked about all the little noises or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're doing this in my house. We're not doing this in any elaborate studio. Julie and I are doing this because it's a lot of fun. <laughs> we're sitting here killing ourselves, right. laughing, and yeah. and the truth of the matter is that you know. Julie took on the the big burden of having to do some of these longer chapters and reading them all, so what I do is I do <laughs> make all these little noises, and I squeak on the chair, and I have this stuff.
0: She's doing everything but vacuuming. <laughs> because
1: it's, it's actually kind of fun. It changes the environment. It, I kind of am more of a jokester. I kind of like pulling around and joking around, and... You know, and, and, and Julie is as is, is much a jokester, she's funny, but she's much more serious and very professional. Not that I'm not professional, I'm not, but I like to kind of jab her, you know, that every time we stop, she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and you know what? That is fueling my presence. We're mm-hmm. in again, we're in my house, we're not in a studio, you hear other things, but you know what? I kind of I like that because that's mm-hmm. kind of that's who we are. We're not mm-hmm. in a studio trying to make something out of this. We're sharing what we want to say and in the way we want to say it. Mm-hmm. And that is fueling my presence because now it's fun. You know, yeah. there are people out there that you know I said and. and I'm going to throw one little personal thing in it. My son says, you know, we get better equipment, Mom. You know, you can sit here and use that. And, you know, when he's hearing it, I laugh because I'm like, no, I kind of like what we're using, the way we're doing it. You're really getting the true, you know, closer to the essence of who
0: we are, and that's what we're trying to tell other people to do. And the really cool thing that that your son said, which I didn't even think of it to describe it. He's like, you're doing improv. And wow, what what great explanation for this whole section. I mean, improv is getting into your absolute presence, being right in the moment and just moving through the energy with whatever you need to do. If you're stuck, that's why when I'm reading and I look up and you're getting up and you're (laughs) making a face, trying to see if I'm going to go, stop the tape. I'm kind of laughing because I would get up if I could and walk back and forth, but I'm holding the book. It's like Saturday. you would hear my voice go in and out, but you have to do that when you're, and it's funny because I'll, I'll take a little personal here in, in the holidays or in any family gathering or anything from an Italian family, you sit in chairs, and you do, but when you get up and you move around, it changes the energy and right. you move plates, you move dishes, you move, you know, you're very functional and you're fueling your presence and you're you're really expanding you know how you're experiencing the energy of the now that's occurring but also the energy of everyone around you and if everyone's just sitting stagnant so I'm kind of enjoying, as I'm sitting here out of the corner of my eye, I can see whatever you're doing. I don't know, you yoga, you're flipping chip? pages of the book, you're trying to eat potato chips. It's like, how many other things you could do? And I'll have to say, the birds still have one up on you, because they were singing with what I was doing a little while ago. But you know what? I wasn't getting frustrated, because you were. You were fueling my presence as well, so in my energy of what I'm trying to do in the environment and we're both trying to do together once you start and you know at the very end of the
1: book it says once you do start understanding that you do you know so you know the prior chapter we're talking about happiness well you know and what did I say that would make me angry and Mm. now here it is fueling your presence Now I'm laughing and teasing and and joking and, you know, laughing about things and having fun with this. I mean, we're doing this because it's fun, you know, and I Mm -hmm. I think what we're saying is very important. I really do. And I, after a long discussion with with my kids, you know, understanding the the concept of sharing and and what it means and and the importance of doing what exactly we're doing um, because we're constantly learning. But as we go through this in the space that we are in now i can look into the into the world which is the thing is once you you've worked through some of the relationships and environment and that doesn't mean that again i don't get caught up in some of that i don't sometimes get triggered and but you know then it's like okay i gotta deal with it and and i know the truth and sometimes again it's challenging but when i get it and I move into feeling my presence, feeling my presence is really being who I am, the essence, and that's Mm -hmm. what these tapes are, is the essence of who we are, Mm -hmm. and we are sharing that. And my hope in this is simply, you know, whoever can benefit from this gets this, and you can feel your presence, and now step up and move into the world.
0: Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts. Find New Threads music and their latest album on iTunes, Spotify, and newthreads.us.